Alrighty, guys, what is going on? And welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I hope you're doing amazing. Just got in from one of my longer walks, and I don't walk as long as most people do. It's only like, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Sometimes it is like 45 minutes. And I know like my clients who, who I tell that to, they're like, I walk an hour. I'm like, oh. I don't walk an hour, um, but either way, just got in for my walk, and I actually just got done making a Instagram story about a very, very kind lady emailed me and asked me my opinion, my thoughts on what her physician told her, and you know what, actually, I'm going to go get my phone, no, I can pretty much remember what it said, uh, I want to I cover this, uh, this is how I want to start, because this was kind of the reasoning behind making this podcast. She asked me my opinion on what her physician told her. And her physician basically told her that she was eating too little calories and starving her body, meaning she was not going to lose weight, which just 100% false. But beyond that, she then proceeded to tell her how she needed to bump her calories up to 3,000, which don't really know how you are going to lose weight with 3,000 calories, but unless you're myself, who's a 275-pound male who, you know, lifts weights, but either way, she then proceeded to say that, no, you need to have high fat, high protein, and cut your carbs near ne- next to none, or, or so, something along the near to none, or, or next to none. And then she proceeded to go on and say, that is how you scientifically lose fat. Guaranteed scientific fat loss is what she said. And it just really, really got my blood boiling because if if she is a if she actually is a physician and she's out here telling people that, she's a person in in power because people obviously go to her for advice or whatever it is. She's a person in power who has a voice who is telling people to drop their carbs near to none. Telling people that starvation mode is a real thing. Telling people she knows how to guarantee scientific fat loss results. When clearly she has no clue in the world. Because she has never actually read a a peer-reviewed scientific research study. Because if she has, she would know that as long as you are in a calorie deficit, you can eat 200 grams of carbs and still lose fat. So, I mean, stuff like this is what really kind of scares me about this industry because so much of this industry works in extremes and so much of this industry is based off of google searches which like that's great like there's tons of information out there not saying i haven't used google in the past too like what i'm saying though is if that is your main source of information you reading one article off of shape.com or self.com or any one of these sites it if that is where you're getting the sole purpose of your information and basing your decision making off that, you, you're fucked. And I'm sorry for the cussing. I try to cuss less here, but like that is completely and utterly just not a smart idea. And again, it, that's probably where she got that information from. She probably read, she probably somebody probably asked her. She probably Googled it, and that's how she got that answer. Now, now this person in power is telling other people to cut their carbs next to none, and she can't lose weight unless she does that. I mean, it's just very, very upsetting, and, and I don't want to get too much off on a tangent, but what I want to wrap this up with real, really quickly is, A, take what you hear with a grain of salt and make sure that no matter, even for me, I mean, you can pretty much trust what I'm going to tell you, but anywhere you go, like, take what you hear with a grain of salt, and if you want to, do your own research, whether that is, you know, asking somebody like myself, or whatever that looks like for you, but 
there is just so much information, misinformation out there that is flutter, flooding this, especially this fitness space, and especially with the TikToks and the Instagrams and the you know the articles, whatever it is. We're like, there's just going to be so much conflicting information, and I would just very, I, I would be cautious of who you listen to, what you listen to, where you get it from, all those things. If you're if you're listening to something off of apple cider vinegar is the best.com and they're telling you apple cider vinegar is going to help you lose weight like um you know probably probably an agenda behind that um so just things like that i want you to be aware of so um where that kind of was going going into was i want to do this podcast on my honest opinion on keto because not only from that email that very very kind lady sent me but also as my tiktok begins to grow and the instagram also begins to grow and my email list and all that kind of stuff begins to grow the more and more people like just want to legit know my opinion on keto and like oftentimes it's in a tiktok comment where like i can only have 120 characters to explain my thoughts and normally that's gonna be something along the lines of it's it's freaking stupid but like i want to make this podcast to just do that give my honest opinion on what i think about keto and you know which, by the way, if you do follow me on TikTok, huge thanks to you. Like, I don't know how that's going so crazy and how the, uh, you know, the following number and the interaction and all that kind of stuff is going crazy. But I really do appreciate it. And I actually had one of my friends uh, this past week message me on Instagram and tell me that uh, some of the people in his gym in Alaska, and mind you, I'm in Virginia, some of the people at his gym in Alaska were, you know, talking about my videos and, and bringing, them up, bringing them up to people and they were kind of like circling the gym. And I just think that's beyond insane honestly like i never thought in my life like that could happen so it's very very cool to me so thank you for the support if you do follow me there um but now getting into the episode like i said i want to give you my honest opinion spoiler alert i don't i'm not a fan i'm not like you don't have to if if you know me like you don't have to listen to this whole podcast to know that but i do want to say like i will kind of go a bit more in depth on not only like why i don't like it but there are some benefits and i can kind of play both sides not really, but I can kind of play both sides, but I want to give my honest thoughts. So that's kind of what I try to do here. Um, so I want to go talk about the the pros first, pros and cons. I want to talk about the pros first. The one thing I have, there's a few things, but the, the one main thing I've seen kind of come that's good from keto is you learn how to eat high protein. Like anybody who's done keto normally has a pretty good, <clears throat> excuse me, Nomi has a pretty good grasp grasp on what high protein foods are, what foods fill them up. Like, and they normally have a pretty good grasp on that because you only got two options to choose from. You either got protein or you got fat. Like, you, that those are your two options, right? So, they normally have a good sense of how to get protein in it, and that's one of the biggest things. Like, whenever I onboard a new client, nine point nine times out of ten, they have a they have a they have an issue that they struggle with getting high protein like normally it's you know 50 60 grams a day of protein that they're getting right now and like they wonder why they're hungry and they're never satisfied and all those things like that's why but that's one of the biggest things i've ever seen is is getting new people new clients and then looking over their nutrition log and finding out that like hey you don't you have 50 grams of protein a day like yes you are going to be very hungry which is going to lead you to overeat right but Again, normally, most of the time, if you've done or, or if you've done keto or anybody who's done keto, they normally know how to stay on high protein foods because again, you it's a 50-50 shot. Either you're eating bacon, either you're eating butter, or you're eating like bacon and and steak, right? So like one of those two things is going to happen. And normally, that tends to lead you to have high protein. So that can be 
obviously that can be beneficial for dieting. That can be beneficial for anything with a healthy, you know, a, a healthy eating plan is having a, a good source of protein, a good high source of protein within your diet. Like that's obviously healthy. That can lead to many, many nutrients you're bringing in. All the cells in your body also operate on a, you know, a, a protein level, if you want to call it. All, all of your cells in your body use protein. And it's funny, like when people are hungry, they normally go to carbs for like energy and stuff, but your body actually is craving protein because all the cells in your body work off protein. So you, when you're hungry, try to give yourself some protein because that's normally what your body is asking for. Carbs are just a quicker, easier source. But nine times out of ten, your body's actually telling you, hey, give me some freaking protein. Especially if you're weightlifting. If you do any type of resistance training three to four times a week or whatever it is, like definitely would lean towards the, the protein there. But um, yeah, so I mean th that can be kind of like – one quote-unquote pro to uh to this fad diet the next thing is and this is i mean this is going to be like a pro and a con but you can figure out what you don't like and i mean i can't tell you the amount of people who have came to me whether it's a, in a tiktok comment whether it's in a tiktok dm or an email or whatever it is and tell me yeah i tried keto and i freaking hated it like the amount of times i get that in a day is astonishing and let alone a day and, and let, let alone a week but i get all the time people coming to tell me like oh my god i'm so glad i found this content of yours like i was trying to do keto and i freaking hated it like i hated my life i hated i hated the food i hated not having what i wanted like there was just so many things they did not like and as much as like that's like well why is that a why is that a pro just like anything else when you make a mistake you learn you you learn from that mistake you learn from not doing something quote unquote right or, or not in this case not doing something that that is right for you in this instance with your life and your preferences and your lifestyle and all those kind of things right so figuring out what you don't like can be huge because that can lead you away from that diet that that can that can lead you away from not only not only keto in general but just like over restrictive diets and I, I get a lot of times where people come to me and they're like hey I've done keto I don't want to I don't want to have to cut out all my favorite foods anymore I don't want to have to cut out fruit and veggies like I don't want to have to do these things right so oftentimes that can lead you down the path of finding a diet that is sustainable for you that that does help you live your life still and you can still enjoy friends and food and family and still lose weight and still stay on that quote-unquote diet right like this is almost kind of like the the kickstarter people people look to keto to kickstart their diet but what they actually do is kickstart their their path of finding this sustainable diet because they do it hate it and they're like, oh, okay, well, uh, I don't like this, so I need to find something different. And obviously, that you know, that can that can take you two months, or that can take you ten years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I unfortunately, that can lead you down a, a path of also just trying a whole bunch of different shit and like never actually learning what's going on. But I will say, like, people have came to me on numerous occasions, being like, yes, I tried keto, I hated it. Now I learned how to, you know, I'm, I'm calorie counting, I'm doing whatever. And like, I can still have my favorite foods, I can still have Chick-fil-A, I can still have all these things, and I can still lose weight. Which by the way, I have to tell this story. There was a guy, his name's Joe, he messaged me on uh, TikTok, literally just asking me like, you know, how many calories, I'm seeing your videos, how many calories should I eat? Da -da -da. I told him how many calories he should eat. Um, and it, we kind of just left it at that. Like I said, I sent him one of my articles and you know, he, he, I'm assuming he went in and ate the calories and started doing all those, you know, all, all the stuff I basically told him. Right. It's very funny when I launched my 90 day fat loss challenge, which is also going amazing. I'm very grateful. But when I launched my 90 day fat loss challenge, I saw him sign up and I was like, Oh, 
that's pretty cool. Like, uh, I hope he's doing well. Like, I, I, cause I, like I said, we, we had a back and forth very briefly on, on a few occasions. I sent him a few, you know, articles and I sent him some help with his calories. And then that was kind of it that I haven't, I didn't hear from him for probably about a month. And then, um, it's funny. He joined the fat loss challenge and like, you know, I obviously was like, yo, so glad to have you did it up. And like the first, this was, this is the first week of the challenge. So he posted his, from the day I told him to start counting calories, he started doing it. And he posted in the Facebook group that we have, the, the Clubhouse Facebook group, 30 days later, his transformation. The dude lost 10 pounds. And, I mean, his body looks – his stomach is gone. Like, his face looks different. Like, the dude is just fucking killing it. And it's just so crazy how and, – and, and, again, like, he wrote – and the reason I bring this up, he wrote all out. He was like, I was trying to do keto. I, I did it for a little bit. I went on a work vacation or I went on a work trip. I came back. I was still trying to do keto, and I sat down on my couch, downloaded TikTok, and then, you know, Eric came up, and that's how I kind of messaged him and did it up. But, like, it, it, it again, like, this is me bringing home a point more of, like, first of all, Joe, like, my man, if you're listening, like, you are fucking killing it, man. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Like, that makes me – you don't understand how, how happy that makes me. But on top of that point, like, that's what I kind of mean that – when you do keto, like, it's normally not going to be the end-all, be-all. It's going to lead you to something different. And, like, I would rather you not do that, honestly. Like, I'd rather you not do keto. But, like, that can be one of the pseudo-side effects of uh, doing that, which can be a positive. Um, and then the last thing, uh, I'm not going to go too in-depth on this. But, like, there are certain health benefits as far as, like, you know, cerebral palsy or, like, Alzheimer's or those kind of things. So, like, um, that those health benefits are there. There's research studies done for those. Like, that can be... That can be a thing, but again, for the people listening to this, for 95% of people, like, it's just very unnecessary and totally unsustainable. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to get too much into the health benefits, but there are some there for the people who listen to this and may freak out that I'm going to, I'm about to spend 10 minutes just absolutely pooping on keto. So, um, yeah, let's get into the cons of why I don't like it. And again, like, if you know me, you probably know I don't like it, but let's talk about why. Um, and, and just very honest the main reason i do not appreciate it you are just going to develop develop a very unhealthy relationship with food and that is just that is the thing i've seen that really kind of hurts my heart hurts my soul when i get people who have done keto have done fasting have done whatever it is and like they come to me and they're like i don't know how to eat i i don't know what to do i'm lost i'm stuck i feel like nothing works i feel like it's, it's them feeling like they failed when in reality they didn't fail at all. Like the diet was failing them because the diet was not made for them. That, that This keto diet is not made for you. Somebody made this up, right? Like whoever made this up, I can assure you they didn't have you in mind. They don't give a damn about you or what foods you like or how you live your lifestyle or how many days a week you work out. They don't, they don't care. They just made this diet up, right? So that's the biggest thing I see is – you, you you have to cut out your favorite foods. You have to, you know, normally have bad social experiments. You have to cut out fruits and veggies, which I said earlier. But, like, when is cutting out fruits and vegetables ever a good idea? Like, ever? Like, why did your parents spend so much time nailing it in your head that fruits and vegetables are good? And now all of a sudden you turn 34 and you're like, oh, nope, fruits and vegetables are awful for you. Like, that makes no sense. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so beyond that, like I said, like, it, it, it normally – unfortunately leads tends to lead to a lot of binging a lot of disordered disordered relationship with food disordered eating habits all because you are just over restricting to the point where it's not healthy 
like cutting out an entire food group is normally not that healthy, right? Like there's three food groups for a reason, calories, I'm sorry, protein, carbs, and fats. There's three for a reason. They're all essential. You should be having all of them. And when you cut one of those out, not only are the health benefit or the health risk and, and health potential health markers going to, you know, kind of show that you're cutting out an entire food group, but again, the the mental side of it, like you have to, you love that's like saying you love your kid, cool, he, he's getting shipped off forever. He's he's six years old. Okay, bye. You're you're never gonna see him again. You freak out, right? Like it's the same thing with trying to cut your favorite foods out. I know like foods and kids, they're not the same fucking thing. I get that, but you understand what I'm saying. You trying to do something that you cannot do what you enjoy anymore, that's a mental, it's a really mental, it's a mental barrier for a lot of people. And it, it can be very daunting. It can be very heavy. It can be very, you know, like, I cannot believe I have to do this. And like, that just never leads down a good path. As as far as everything I've seen coaching thousands of people, like, it, it leads to the yo-yo dieting. It leads to not sustaining. It leads to you cutting out your foods doing it for two weeks, and then eventually having the food because you're going to have it because you love it. You can't have it in moderation because you're not allowed to have it. So if you're not allowed to have it, you're going to have four bags of chips instead of you know a handful of chips because, well, it's off limits. And if you can't have it, you might as well get all of it in while you can because you know after tonight, you're not going to be able to have it anymore, right? So it, it just starts a, a very bad cycle, and it's very, it's very disheartening. It's very concerning. It's very upsetting to me because it just doesn't it's totally unnecessary. Like it does not, it does not have to be that way. You do not have to cut all these things out and, and be so over restrictive because it literally just is not necessary to lose weight or to live a healthy life. So that's, that's my biggest thing. Honestly, is just people going down a very bad mental path more than like a physical, like going down a very bad mental path more than anything else. And like, again, it's diet is not made for you. <laughs> like I don't know whoever made it. It's like, they didn't have you in mind. They they don't, they don't they don't care about you. They don't care about what food you like. They don't care about your lifestyle. So that's that's honestly my biggest thing with with uh, the keto diet. On top of that, I'm gonna go over some more workout performance. If if you like to work out, doing this kind of diet is just not going to be advantageous for you because you're not going to have energy. You're not going to have good workouts. If you don't have good workouts, it's going to lead to less change in your body because you can't push yourself during your workouts. And if you don't push yourself during your workouts, you're not providing a stress on your body that your body has to eventually adapt to and, and build more defined muscles or, or, or grow stronger. So if you're not doing that during your workout because you have no fuel because you're doing 20 grams of carbs a day, well, then you're not going to have good workouts. And you're not going to see as much change in your body. So that right there. And it's funny, actually. I just I signed a wonderful lady up who saw a video of mine on TikTok where I was talking about this exact thing. And I was like, stop cutting your carbs out if you want to have good workouts. And she was like, that's the reason I want to work with you. Because you're the only person who's ever told me that. And she's like, and it makes sense. Like, it, she's like, I, I tried to do keto. I tried to do carnivore. It sucked. I had, my workouts were awful. I had no energy. My runs sucked. I got slower. The the weights felt heavier. All of it sucked. Because I had no carbs. And I was like, well, that would make about sense, right? So, like, again, if you're, if you're looking to have not only increased workout performance, but increase changes in your body. If you want to have changes in your body, you you have to have good workouts. You have to be able to push yourself. And if you're not giving your body the energy it needs to do that, it's not going to happen. You're not going to see change, right? The, the, the main source of fuel to your body when you work out is carbohydrates, especially if you're doing any type of high intensity and or weightlifting. That's just, that is facts. You can look that up. That is scientific facts, right? So 
cutting all those out, obviously not going to lead to very good workout performance, right? Um, beyond that, uh, one of the main things also is, and I talk about this in a few things, but the main source of fuel to your brain, you know, the thing that controls your entire body, it's no big deal or anything really, but um, the main thing that controls your brain is glucose. And glucose is a sugar, which comes from carbs. So that's why, like, if you start the keto diet and you feel like absolute garbage, and I know why, because you're cutting out the main source of fuel, the main source of energy to your brain. If you have struggle, you know, typing at work or you have trouble, have, have trouble focusing, like, yeah, I mean, when you, when you have 15 grams of carbs a day, like, you're normally not going to function the best. You're not going to sleep the best. You're not going to focus the best. You're, like I already said earlier, your workouts aren't going to be the best. Like, there's so many health markers that come along with cutting out an entire food group on top of the fact of the of the mental aspect of it. So, but yeah, so I mean, that's also why I'm not a huge fan because why would you susceptible yourself to cutting out your brain's main source of fuel if you don't have to? And going back to what I said earlier, it's just totally and utterly unnecessary. You don't have to do that, right? So, um, that's that's another one. On top of that, like I've been harping on this entire whatever however long it's been now, it's just completely un- unnecessary and mostly unsustainable. Like you cutting out carbs for the rest of your life, probably not going to fly, right? Like probably not going to happen, probably not the way you want to live. And this forces you to suffer. You're you're suffering while you're dieting. You you do not have to suffer your way to weight loss. It doesn't have to be this game of how can I eat how how can I make this the worst I possibly can to lose the most amount of weight as quickly as possible. That is that should not be your goal of your diet. But unfortunately, that's how so many people think. And diets like this where, you know, you cut out all your carbs, you lose 15 pounds in the first month, 14 pounds is water weight, and you lose one pound of fat. But people think that this is some godsend. It's not a fucking godsend. Like, you just lost water weight. All of the cells in your body use water. Again, going back to health markers, if you cut out all your carbs, you're cutting out this water, water amount in your cells, which is not a good idea. But either way, you're not losing 15 pounds of fat. And, and here's the thing I've been harping on for a little while now. Yeah, you lost 15 pounds in the first month doing keto. Great. I'm so happy for you. When you stop doing keto, you're going to gain all those 15 pounds back and then some. Because if what you're doing to get the results is unsustainable, doing keto, all the results you are going to see are going to be unsustainable as well. So this is where people get into this yo-yo diet because they think keto is godsend because they lose 15 pounds in a month. They do it for, I don't know, two, three, four months. They lose some weight and they're like, holy shit, I can't do this anymore. I want to actually live life. So then they start eating carbs back. They gain all the water weight back. And then they're like, oh my God, I, I fucked everything up. I, I, you know, I screwed all my diet up. I'm gaining weight back. Screw this. And then they just eat whatever the hell they want again. So they gain more weight back than they would have. So it's just it's just a pet cycle. I don't know what, I don't know what else to say. It's not – nothing I have ever seen – come good from keto really and again i know i talked on some of the pros earlier but i just uh, you know and again if you if you know me you probably knew what this podcast was going to be like but i wanted to lend out more of a kind of a more in-depth approach as far as like my thoughts because a a comment on instagram or a comment on tiktok can only be so in-depth um but yeah guys that, that that's my thoughts really it's just it all comes back to the mental. Honestly, for me, it all comes back to the mental side. Like, yes, the health side is important. But if you are experiencing very, very bad mental markers when you are doing any kind of diet, 
normally just not a very good idea because that's just going to lead if, if you're if your mental fitness is not there if, if you're not sharp mentally and you don't you're not in a good place your physical fitness will never follow never it, it will it will never follow because it's just you can't make the decisions that you need to make to have a healthy body if you don't have a healthy mind if you don't have a healthy mental state right and doing these kind of diets where you yo-yo back and forth you lose a bunch of weight gain a bunch of weight like that is just never a good sequence to be in right so that's that's my main thing those are those are my thoughts on keto my honest thoughts on keto um yeah if you have a question if you have a concern if you want me to go more in depth on some things if you want to yell at me about something i mean please feel free um but other than that guys i hope you enjoyed the podcast um i'm going to get back to hopefully trying to do two a week so we will see how that goes um but other than that i appreciate you listening i appreciate you following me on tiktok or email or instagram or whatever it is youtube uh, which i might start trying to start doing more on youtube i'll keep you posted but um yeah thank you so much guys i appreciate you and we will talk soon